I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, it's Alex McCarthy's Wrestling Daily. Look at Sat getting all mechanical with his apparatus over there. It, that is not. Steph Chase, of course it is not. It is Sati Niangi. Steph is still in America, living the dream, enjoying AEW and their program. And she's going to be in Chicago for their Dynamite next week as well. So where there is a void, people step up. And Sat has joined me today to talk a little bit about NXT, potentially going back to some Attitude Era-esque stuff. Uh, they're going to get a TV 14 rating, apparently. We'll touch on Dynamite. And you know what? Because I'm going to America tomorrow, we'll take a Q&A. Guys, in the live chat, load it up now. Just put a Q before your question so we know it's a question. And I can easily find it in the chat. And let's get this show going. Welcome to Wrestling Daily. Welcome to Wrestling Daily slash Satiniangi's DIY. What is going on, everybody? Uh, we are going to be talking tonight a bit about NXT, but we are going to let the live chat give us some questions as well. Survivor Series weekend's on the way. Dynamite was last night. There is plenty to get stuck into. And I do it with my good brother, the best photographer in town, brother, brother. It is Satiniangi. How are you, man? Uh Swamped. Uh, society yeah. Nyangi E for elongated this week for me, Nyangi. By the way, not complaining about it. It's just that I had these new gadgets, he stuff I'm trying to put together. And I was like, I'm not going to be ready in time for the show. So I was like, yeah, you know what? F it. Got a microphone right here. Do it old school. Mm. But yeah, Damn, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm Free not hat. Steph. I'm not Miss Dynamite. I'm not Lady Rampage, but I'll do my best to give you guys the same enthusiasm she gives for the show. So, yeah. But, you know, we do something a little different, a little special. Always. Always. And you know everybody in the live chat, you want to give us a question, it's just Q before your question to let us know what it is. And if you want to support the show and have something special that we'll definitely read on the show, it's an ultra chat, which, of course, is WrestleTalk.com forward slash wrestling daily man after this i need to pack the rest of my uh my stuff i haven't packed i had to go into work today to get some equipment i'm rushed i've got to leave for the airport like 5 30 a.m like man i need to pack and go to bed that's what i need to do sir this is a touchy subject because i know uh being a, a having a partner having two kids did you broach the subject to the missus hey missus can you uh pack my stuff or was it a minefield to broach the subject can you do me a favor <laughs> <laughs> I I started um 
I started the process yesterday anyway, so like I had a head start. Uh-huh. And um, but I did need, I did require her to do some, some errands today. Sat. I required okay. her to do that while I was in London. Um, but she 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 willingly obliged, much to my surprise. So um, there you have it. Everything's rosy in the McCarthy household. What? Let's talk NXT before we jump into some of these questions here. Um, I'm going to be totally honest. I haven't actually sat and watched NXT in weeks. Um, the last... I think, well, I say weeks. The last one was when I watched Halloween Havoc, I think. So... What's that? Three weeks? Something like that. Um, it's it's something I just kind of I don't have the time at the moment. It didn't record this week, the same as Raw didn't for me, so that that didn't help. But um I've just been reading the results, more or less. But one thing I've been told about Sat mm-hmm. is that it's a much raunchier show these days. I don't know if WWE are going back to sex cells or what the idea is here. But we have heard from WrestleVotes that this TV 14 programming, it might influence where NXT is moving in the future. Do you think that makes a difference? And, do you, you know, it's funny because Vince McMahon has just revamped NXT into a more, well, it's, it, it's more the de- developmental program it was intended to be. Yeah. So why, if it's meant to be a direct feeder system to the main roster, why would you have a different product in NXT? Then you're so, going to have them Raw and SmackDown. Amac, uh, question: You ever watched the American Pie films? Yeah, of course. Do you, so the original ones. You know, like afterwards yeah. they made more like American Pies without the original, etc. Yeah. Have you checked any of them out? No. So, I watched the I watched the I watched the latest one. You know where Jim and yeah, yeah the know, reunion, yeah, yeah, of course. The original one's whatever great. that was. This yeah. is okay. This was where I was going with this. Is that kind of humor, sophomoric kind of innuendo? Now, when we were teenagers, I don't know, maybe it would tickle our fancy. I'm not too sure, but I'm not the demographic. I, I don't know. I don't. It doesn't. I don't. It wouldn't really appeal for me. I don't really care. And it's mm. um. So let me give you Von Wagner for example. So Von Wagner appeared on SmackDown. And Did. actually broached the subject. Uh, it, it, what's, it, what's his name? Uh, Kyle O'Reilly's like, hey, you're, you're now being a, a bodyguard for Adam Pierce, And Von Wagner, nah, let's, don't, don't worry about that. It's one on a tag team match. It's like, it's, there's no, there's, it's like, is NXT its own universe? Or does it tap into the WWE-verse? And for me, um, I didn't watch all of it. I watched some of it. What broke the camel's back for me is seeing Zion Quinn, Zion, whatever his name is, sing Shawn Michaels' theme song. Uh, <laughs> I, I, you know, it was it was a bit too masturbatory because I know Shawn Michaels is in charge since Triple H mm. is away. It's just that you have to worship at the altar of HBK. It seems like I don't know. It just HBK has got no chill. <laughs> sing my song. <laughs> sing my <laughs> wear, wear my outfits. Dress like me, Johnny. Dress like me. Yeah, you know. And then, and then he was getting a hold of. Um... Electra Lopez, right? Is that a name? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Electra Lopez. That's a, that's a name. That's a name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. a she's so, a she's nice spicy piece of you know wrestling. Sure. She's a spicy wrestler. That's all I got to say. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. But yeah, it's a, it just it just it just seemed like they got a teenager to come up with storylines that they think would appeal to people because there's no subtlety that there's there's no there's no tact to it. <laughs> There's no the word I like to use. There's no pathos 
So it's a bit mm. like mindless. NXTs can become mindless wherever. So if you need to mindless stuff and you got nothing to do with your time, that's NXT for you. That's a horrible thing to say. There's a few guys I like on on the show. There's you know like um, but Bomb Break is great. Tony D'Angelo is you know one of my, one of my favorites as well. You know he seems like he's got a good future. It's just like it's not. Yeah, Creed Brothers. Not... There's, there's a few. The Creed Brothers, yeah, Diamond Mine, yeah, you know, Jacket Time, you know. If if you're too serious, you ain't gonna like it. If you if you're into the silliness and you know it's whatever, then you like NXT. That's all I got to say about it. It's a bit. Mm. I thought the problem was that NXT was not preparing stars for Vince McMahon as he would have liked. Right, that's what we were hearing. That you know these are worker bees, as they were these elite workers that NXT had amassed from PWG and Evolve and all of these different places, they weren't what Vince McMahon was actually looking for. Um, Despite the fact that they've proven everywhere else on earth, how ridiculously talented the majority of them are. Vince McMahon said, well, it's, it's, it's not me. It's, it's you. You're not what I'm looking for. I need big, young, strapping guys. And um, that's kind of what we're seeing now. But even, even with that, Bron Breaker, uh, I don't know if I would have had him lose so early. You know, I would have maybe made him a real special mystique about him, personally. Agreed. I, I, if they're going to tell a longer story with Champa, cool. I, I will I will pay attention to it. But I still think that Bron Breaker had that, like, insane kind of... Um, I don't want to liken him to Brock Lesnar, but that same initial way, you're like, oh, wow, look at him. You know what I mean? And uh, that doesn't always happen. And nothing against Champa, trust me, I've changed my ways about how I feel about him. I just feel like he's miscast because obviously it's meant to be some old Joe in that position. I, yeah. I, I, for me, I would, I would be salivating more at, it, at the thought between Samoa Joe going against Bron Breaker than Champa. I don't know. There's not for me. I don't really feel the chemistry between them. It just it feels like Champa stepped out of the previous NXT, and it's just like it just doesn't for me. It just doesn't fit. Them two feuding doesn't fit, and they should have gave the title to Bron Breaker so Bron Breaker can move into like Carmelo Hayes. He's another person that's great. Carmelo Hayes is very good. As like Trick, Wilson points out. Yeah, yeah. Trick reminds me of like Booker T in 2001, 2002. Just the guy just <sighs> spitting uh, hot bars at you, and you're like, what the heck is this guy saying? But it's entertaining. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's I, I like there's certain guys like, um, you know, Tony D'Angelo you know, that works in terms of his character. And then you've got a Von Wagner who you can tell they just rushed out. There's another uh, tag team. Joe, Joe like Gacy? So- what do you think about Joe Gacy? Joe Gacy is Joe Gacy. I feel like, you know what? Joe Gacy would do well. This whole character he has is kind of like, it's drab, but he's doing he's doing a great job with the character, if that makes sense. He's doing a great job with the character. So Joe Gacy is proving that he can be a character wrestler. It may go far if he keeps his mouth shut and doesn't become a Bray Wyatt because they don't like opinions. But Joe Gacy, mm, Joe Gacy can wrestle. He's got the character, even though the character's touchy a bit on society. is a bit, you know, is a bit, yeah. But I can't vouch for Von Wagner. It's kind of like Adam Cole, you can go. Uh, um, you know, Carrion Cross, even like it makes you want to miss Carrion Cross because no offense. Because what is a Von Wagner? What is a Von <laughs> Wagner? What is Von Wagner's hopes and dreams? Why is Von Wagner there? What do you do, Von Wagner? Do you have a home? You know, it's just Von Wagner. It's like my creative wrestler come to life. Someone's bland, creative wrestler. Most of them are like bland, creative wrestlers. And it's like, oh, mm. have 
have a reason for me to care, Von Wagner. You're just a big friend of, you know, Kyle O'Reilly. And Kyle O'Reilly's getting sucked into the void of crappiness that is Bland Wagner. He, he's off anyway. He's off. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it, it's one of them things for me. Like, if the whole point was that the, the NXT in the main roster wasn't particularly aligned, then I don't see how this solves that problem. The production line, you're training them for one thing in NXT, but when they get to the main roster, they're going to realize it's a different world. And once again, I think that Vincent Mann and the powers that be are kind of missing the point. Um, and I still believe they had a great thing in the original NXT. Um, I mean, yeah, it, it fell off since a little bit since they went to the USA Network. I'll concede. But they had a great thing. And Triple H gave Vince McMahon more than enough talent to work with and make something of. I believe at the last WrestleMania, something 80% of the card came through NXT, mm. I think was the stat. You can't say Triple H didn't make people for Vince McMahon. And I get it. A lot of them were already made, but he still signed them. Yeah. He still brought them to WWE. He still trained them in the WWE style and handed Vince McMahon, in many cases, ready-made stars. Like, how, how you butcher Ricochet, I honestly don't know. I honestly don't know. But they've managed to do that. Um, and I feel like NXT, all the people they've... Uh, AEW, all the people they've picked up, okay, like a Malachi Black, who was in NXT, and Andrade, who was in NXT... They've already proven what they can do with the chains taken off. Um, and to me, that's a glaring indictment of what NXT is. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. At this point, let's get to some questions. Uh, I do have a couple of Ultra Chats that I want to address first because we had one from the Zornis yesterday. Since you are the resident investigator, Alex, uh, can you tell if the VPs, meaning Cody, 
have a contract that guarantees them a match at every pay-per-view. I don't believe that they do have any kind of stipulations like that in their deals. Conventional wisdom would say you put your best talent out there. And by my humble opinion, all four of them are some of the best talents in AEW, albeit Cody's character is all over the shop right now. But um, I don't think AEW would allow such criteria or rules to enter the fray for them anyway. Do you, Sat? Uh, no, and I swear it was... I, hasn't Cody missed the pay-per-view? Someone like SP3 would confirm it or no. I think Cody took time off for a bit. Yeah, um, yeah. 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 And then Kenny's about... Kenny's now Kenny's, Kenny's definitely going to get something out. Kenny's injured, so that's not the reason. But yeah, there is not... I don't I don't think so. I think um, Tony Khan's the kind of guy with the power of hindsight of what happened with WCW. He knows that uh, giving wrestlers any type of contracts where they can do whatever is not a good investment so i don't think so you know so no, i think tony I think khan so. has got a firm handle on shit yeah i think he knows what's up uh, a, um, a bit a bit i feel like his his fanboyness uh mike like people like brian danielson and it sounds like kenny omega should have taken time off a long time ago you know what i'm saying vertigo showed like yeah. it sounds like it, he could have stepped in and say hey man like let's get this well i man. mean listen do you really think that you know, Kenny would have given him the option to do that. Who, by you know, by his own regard, has powerful position within the company. Who yeah. else could have told the story to make Hangman? They knew what they were there for and what yeah. they had to do. Um, I feel like they all just wanted to see it through. And now that no, they've they done have. it, Kenny can mm. get a well-deserved rest. So, um, I, you know, as far as you know, Pat, I do actually agree that Tony is definitely a fanboy, certainly over Punk. But um, I don't think that's impaired his judgment just yet. He isn't like rocketed CM Punk to the top over Hangman, for instance, or, you know, if anything like that starts to happen, then you're like, whoa. But um, I think at this juncture, we're okay. Uh, Yoko Littner is back with an ultra chat. Um, the Nikki Ashton hit row uh, saga continues. Since I was able yesterday to get SB3 on board, I mean, there's a bit of an asterisk around that, but okay. In my Nikki ASH to hit row efforts, I am one step closer to my goal. Once I find a liaison in the European market, we can begin developing our strategy to reach the fans on a global scale. Mario Painsville Dan might be your guy in Europe. You know, he'll filter that stuff through Germany and, you know, mainland Europe. Hook it up. Connect. Dan, Um, don't do it. Yes, you're you're still not on board, no? No, there's many things we can campaign for Nikki ASH. One is a suitable title run or... You know what? I like her superhero character. As much as I loved um, Nikki in NXT, that for me will always be my favorite version of Nikki. Because that's for me when she yeah. showed a lot of character work that Vince obviously missed out on because he didn't watch NXT back then. And she had a great match with Asuka. That last man, last women's standing match was incredible. But yeah, yeah. I, want, I want them to do more with Nikki. Tag team wise as well. She's tag team champions currently. So I can't cry that they're not really pushing her, even though she's obviously the designated eater of pins in that tag team mm. they should also do the women's tag team titles are historically terribly used but yeah. <sighs> yeah so let's put more effort on something that's currently there that's what i'm trying to say i ain't gonna burst your bubble have cut. a dream but dream <laughs> irrational dream reach for, the, reach for the stars <laughs> um let's hit the live chat Stu says you did an episode on if mjf has gone too far with his promos does he bring up colt gabbana in his promos with punk or is that too far i don't think that's far at all um i understand the bad blood but 
I think CM Punk alluded to the fact that that had been addressed on his way in the company, although he didn't want to directly answer that question. I believe it was David Bixenspan who asked that on the media call. Well, um, that's MJF has what's the what, what we like to use in real life. He has no chill, so he would go <laughs> whatever he thinks is he'll heat. It, it, for me, it's come to the point where he he's almost flanderizing himself. If you know what that term means, if you don't Google it, he's flanderizing himself. Simpson term, uh, Ned Flanders. So basically, <laughs> before he he was Flanders. before he was witty with his promos, but it feels like his go-to is now shock promos. Like he thinks he's an mm. ECW. Now I feel like anyone can do shock promos. I feel like your mama is a go-to for shock promos or whatever. But for me, a key to being a great promo guy is not going for those cheat codes and actually tell a compelling promo that can go, ooh, you know what I'm saying? That's why I'll put someone like Eddie Kingston above MJF because Eddie Kingston doesn't need to go, well, your mom does this. Your mom was a crack, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, anyone can say that. We, we can go into MJF real life, even though he's a character. We don't really know much about him. He goes after his parents. It's, it's kind of like, for me, it's a bit too much. I, I, I still think he's a good promo guy, but I feel like he settled too much on being, I'm going to be cringy and I'm going to hit those one-liners that is going to get me clicks and likes on social media. I, that's what I feel like nowadays. That's someone like The Miz, who's in the confines mm. of WWE, can't really say much, is still a great promo. That, for me, it takes talent to be in the confines and still be known as a great promo. MJF, you got the wide berth to be as creative you want to, as you want to be, but you decide to go with the low humour. Yeah. 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 I mean, again, I still, I still think he hits a lot, but it, it, I'll be very interested to see how it works opposite CM Punk now. Like, this is the time where it's like, okay, give us something memorable. It should be all-time legendary promos we're talking about here. So let's see what they can bring to the table. Um, mm -hmm. Abhishek. That's what I've gone with. And I hope that is. I didn't butcher your name. Abhishek. Um, hey, guys, I do feel like AEW missed the ball on crowning Hangman as champion due to less promotion or marketing. The story was subtle, and not a lot of guys or new viewers picked up on that. Uh, I don't know if I agree with that. I feel like it was a bit of a centerpiece story for the promotion. Um, and, you know, the package videos and stuff. Uh, I know what you mean. It, you know, there was a lot of people on Twitter spelling it out for everyone. You know, you want to pick up every kind of chapter of the story, but also... I don't know if it's a wrestling's promotions task to hold your hand for all of it. Anyway, like you want to spell out the milestones and signposts and, you know, get the story across. But sometimes there's a lot of nuances that you're meant to figure out, you know, you're meant to take and draw from. So um, I know what you mean, but I'm not sure I agree. That's, that's my answer to that. Sir. That's what you get for not viewing it earlier. That's what I've got to say. It's not up to AEW to spell out everything for you. I feel like it's one of those views. There's been an undercurrent. I mean, especially when the last time the Hangman page was in the company before the birth of his child, he was trying to get a number of contendership. It's not like they dropped it and out of nowhere, come out of the blue, then won a number yeah. of contendership, then won the title. They, they alluded to it. And also, you know, people have been paying attention to his descent of madness, drinking. And, and I do feel like if you go back to it, I do feel like originally the plan was for Hangman to be the heel and Kenny Omega to be the face, but the whole cowboy shizzing and drinking got over and they, they, they switched the ball because it was meant to be Hangman turns on the elite, right? Hangman's the big bad. We'll talk about it some other time. But it, it, in the beginning, it seemed like that because Kenny, Kenny yeah. was the hesitant one. No, guys, let's have peace. He was costing the box the match. That's not a babyface move. It's easy to forget that, but I do think that Hangman was meant to be the heel 
before the stadium stampede or whatever, that was meant to be when he probably turns on them, but it, it never happened because Cowboy Shiznit got over. Tony Khan is not Vince McMahon. We're like, damn it, you're going to be a heel. I don't care if the chair, the chair Cowboy Shiznit. He got over. <laughs> and then they're like, wait, let's, let's keep him the face. Kenny be the heel. And then Kenny's heel turn happened and Don Callis. If we go back, mm. if we do go I don't back, know. I don't know. I feel like, I, I know what you're saying, but also, I don't think that, you know, Kenny just became the belt collector because Cowboy got over. You know, or the forbidden door was all of a sudden open because Tony was like, oh, we have to go in a different direction. I, I don't know. Like, I feel like there's a lot of dominoes you'd have to line up to make that feasible. No, I do think, yeah, I think the belt collector thing would have happened as in not address it. He still would have probably won titles and done his own thing or whatever that needs to be done. But if he well, is, it's quite hard. I don't, there, I don't have to, there are so I, many different, you know, there's so many different things that branch off of this. I don't think it's as simple as like who would be the face and the heel. I don't, but okay, maybe I'm, I'm going by WWE booking. You're saying I'm wrong, but literally, if you go back to early times, no tag I'm team, you're wrong. no, 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 I'm, I'm not saying even though my, my, my favorite, you know, my favorite antagonist right there, he's yeah. like, you're incorrect. Maybe I am, but the early days when Kenny and and uh, and Adam were, uh, were tag team champions, Kenny and Meg was the peacekeeper, while um, Hangman was the was the crummy, grumpy one of the team, and he was trying to keep the peace. They lost the tag titles. He screwed over the Bucks. That wasn't the face moves. I don't know if if it's by design. Congratulations, Tony Khan. You're better at chess than most people. Mm. But that for me seemed like I mean, he, people resonate with grumpiness. That's how I thought it was. I feel like they stumbled into yeah, something. I, and I, I hear you, it. but also like you, you know, uh, th there's something to be said for like not giving away the goose and like not heavily foreshadowing. So if you did want to make Hangman the baby face and, and build that sympathy, they would have done exactly how they did it, I think. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, like I said, I feel like a lot, a lot more, you know, the, I don't think it's by chance that then the super elite happened and all, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, uh, we have a question from Artan Avondale, as you, as you alluded to his participation in the live chat. Will USA eventually grow tired of having an, an on-air, Having to air a developmental show, meaning NXT returns to the network Peacock. Well, apparently, according to this report, they're all for this TV 14 switch up. Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised about that because they were probably promised ratings that are significantly different to what they are currently getting. But, um, I mean, USA and WWE have a str you know, strong relationship anyway. We know Raw's there as well. A lot of money invested. Vincent Mann, close brother, brother, with all with the people there. Um I don't think the USA are paying a remarkable amount. I know the exact amount is out there somewhere, um, but I don't think they're paying like anything extortionate for NXT. So for the product that they've got, I don't think they're that bothered. But eventually, you're right. They will have to... Uh, uh, Fox. I wouldn't be surprised if NXT ended up back on the network, put it this way. I think with them, uh, with WWE having Fox in their back pocket, I think they can always use that as well. If you don't want us... We just take NXT to Fox and do more with it or whatever. So I do think that USA wants to keep that relationship with WWE really strong and they probably will keep NXT for whatever length that WWE wants them to have it. That's what I think. All right. Last couple here because I need to say goodbye to my children before I depart for a few days. Uh, when is Grizzlemania? That would be next Wednesday, right, sir? Yeah, next Wednesday, uh, the deal of whatever they were doing with the with the charity of the of the choice just fell through. So um, one more week is a delay, guys. Just you know, adding that anticipation, guys. Adding that anticipation. Yeah, next week. There you go. 
It'll happen. It'll happen. Um, just before we do the last question from Annika Wilson here, do want to say thumbs up, subscribe, all of that good stuff here on the Wrestling Daily YouTube channel. Be a good egg. You know how much I love good eggs, Sat. I love my good eggs. Sunny egg side salad. up. That's how egg, I want my good eggs. Egg salad. You like an egg salad? Sure. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, you said you like egg. I said you like egg salad. Then you stopped for a few seconds and you went, mm, well, I'm not too like, sure. I, I don't know if he's, if he's going somewhere with this, but it's fine. Um, Annika <laughs> Wilson says, what's, <laughs> what's it going to take? For Vince to drop Nick Khan and Bruce Pritchard. Uh, well, Bruce Pritchard has been dropped several times before. Because um, Triple H bringing back at least five fired wrestlers to do a hostile takeover would be the injection that WWE needs right now. I mean, first of all, that'd be a wildly entertaining storyline. I don't know who he'd bring back. I mean, a lot, a lot of the best ones have gone to AW. So it, what's he going to do? Like Braun Strowman, Ray, uh, Carry and cross, which I mean, uh, Keith Lee, I guess. Sorry, that'd be great. Um, I don't think it's it's gonna sound uh, maybe controversial for some people. I don't think Nick Khan's bad for WWE. You have to think about it. Vince McMahon is like in his late seventies. He's gonna croak eventually, and he's he's running out of his like succession the TV series. He's running out of options of finding out who the successor should be. I think the best marriage or the best blend of the WWE we could all, all enjoy is Nick Khan running the business side, Triple H running the creative side. Because Triple mm-hmm. H shown that he's great, got a great mind for booking NXT. So we'll be happy. Yay, Triple H is booking TV. It makes sense. And WWE making record business and the wrestlers going to NBA games and NFL games and boxing events. Because that's what Nick Khan has brought to WWE. He's made WWE come into the 21st century. There's hip-hop. Hip-hop's in with the kids. So that's why Nick Khan is valuable because he's creating more opportunities for WWE in the mainstream. And no, when more people of color are getting their, you know, share of the pie and the mainstream level, he would have loved The Rock in this generation. Nick mm. Khan would have loved The Rock in this generation. <laughs> so yeah, Triple H, running creative, well, Nick Khan, business. That's what I'm saying. Let, let me make it clear. I, I feel like out of all the options, Triple H is the best creative option they have. Um, I certainly, you know, ahead of Bruce and whoever else is at the four. I do think Triple H is the best, but I don't know. It, it, it all indicators suggest to me that he is not on his way to sitting on the throne, um, and I, that's before the uh, the heart complications. So, you know, Nick Khan. I know, I know, Vince loves him, right? Like he's the one who facilitated the Tyson Fury deal to fight Braun Strowman. He was an agent, as people should know, before he's doing what he is for WWE now. So Vince loves him, trusts him. He's the one who brought in the, the commentators. You've got Jimmy Smith now. And before that, um, the guy who did not last long. Adnan. That was also Adnan Verk. That's also um, a Nick Khan call. So make of that what you will. But um, yeah, I just... I, I don't think they need to be letting as many people go when they're making record profits. As simple as that. If they... You know, if their goal is to sell the company, then I guess we'll all end up understanding why. But I don't know. I mean, I, there are some people I look at and I go, you know what? Okay, they won't get used. It happens. It sucks, but it happens. There's a lot of people that were getting used. A very talented people that WWE have let go. Um, and I find I do find it perplexing. So it's it's a strange thing. 
I always thought, and this is a, a a good comment from Frantic World here. What about Shane McMahon running the company? Again, not going to happen because he sold his shares. But uh, I always thought he was one with great ideas. This is a guy who said they should have bought UFC many moons ago. That would have turned out to be a pretty good investment. Um, I know, <laughs> I know, Raw Underground didn't work out great. But again, I don't know how much of that was under his control. You have to remember, any idea that blossoms under Vince is, you know, it's very difficult to have it actually be yours. And it was during mm. the pandemic. I'm not saying it would have been great, but I'm it just saying. Been great. I would have. I love. I'm, I was loving I, it. I, I'm just saying. There's there's caveats, right? Like it's it's not as simple. Um. So yeah, it, it to me. I mean, Shane and Triple H, there was long, long-standing rumors, but they didn't get along. Um, well, they both kind of moved to dismiss those, but they would. Um, you know, if, if they could get together, that's probably the perfect blend of ingenuity. This is also, Shane McMahon's also the guy who said they should bring back ECW. Now, I know that sounds like a bad idea on the surface to those of you that are like, well, that didn't work out. But he wanted it to be a web-only show where you don't have to subscribe to any networks. You don't have to be told what you can and can't show. And it would have been a truer representative of ECW. It was Vince that then said, hey, we can get a TV deal out of this. I need the money. And then Vince gets himself in control. Shane had a good idea. Don't let that ever. UFC, ECW. Two ideas Shane McMahon had that were, that were bulletproof, I think. Look what's, the, what's the retirement age for people Vince's age? Should he have retired a long time ago? Because it's so obvious that he's what's the common he's denominator. 70, he's 25. He's the common denominator for why. is Vince, you had a great run. Why are you scared of retirement? Just tell Linda to go stay in the other house if you just don't want to be around her that much. Mm. Just leave the I, I, I just... Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that, you know, Nick Khan should have as much power. You know, if he's not like a wrestling guy, he's just a numbers guy. You know, Vince is allowing him a lot of room. Um, but again, we don't know the motivations behind these moves yet because I refuse to believe it's budget cuts. I really do. They don't need to cut budgets. So that's as simple as that. Anyway, I need to go. I need to go get my stuff ready. Next time I'll see you guys. Uh, I'll be doing some reporting live from New York. And hopefully my hotel Wi-Fi won't suck and I'll be able to join a lot of you guys for the shows. Um, but until then, Sat, where can the good people find you? Uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter at Sat Next To. I talk about films and I also talk about wrestling. And also on Saturday, myself, AMAC, the Irish Chief, we're part of a team, a Survivor Series trivia team, headed by mm. our good daily brother, SB3, Supreme Player of the Third. And there's some guy named Jose. So we're going to be the Daily Boys taking on a bunch of guys in sports keto and whoop their ass because it's the beginning. Wrestle Talk, you see that? We're starting training season, brother. We're going to get the first <clears throat> victim. When we're done with them, we're coming for you, Ninkapoops. <laughs> you totally have me hit lying sinker then. I totally thought you were going to say it. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you very much, guys, for tuning in tonight. You can see my handle on the top left-hand corner. If you want to follow what I'm doing this weekend for Survivor Series, Twitter and Instagram will be your friend. Thank you for supporting the show. Thumbs up and subscribe, pretty please. It all helps, and we are going to gradually make our way to that 15K, that promised land that we also covered. Uh, until then, though, make sure you tune in tomorrow. SB3 is going to be in the house with a special guest co-host. And until then, everybody take care. Bye-bye.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.